As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Everyday Black Man Podcast, a podcast for authentic black male thoughts. I am Riker, and I'm joined by R. Reed and Armstead. Follow us on Twitter at EVYD Black Men, Instagram at Everyday Black Men, and Facebook at the Everyday Black Men Facebook page. Now let's start the show. Hey. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's happening? Money, money, uh, checking in. What's up? What's up? <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. This is exactly. Hey, why. we can have nice things, man. We can we can act a fool, be crazy, and still have nice things. You know, as long as we do it in a respectable way. You hear that? You hear that? Oh, oh in a respectable way. Okay, that's what that's what you call this right now. This this is you being respectable. Yeah, being respectable, having fun, enjoying ourselves. Nothing wrong with a little bit of excitement. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, you taking major leaps. Okay, you taking major leaps. I mean, I you are the one doing it. <laughs> but isn't that what you're gonna do if you are involved in in sex? Pretty much. That's that's kind of what I thought. Let's go ahead and introduce our special guest today. And call me Kai. That's what they know me as on my podcast, um, on the road. And uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. What's the name of your podcast? On the road. On the uh, road. How many people participate? Uh, just me. Um, then I have special guests <laughs> at points. <laughs> Okay. So, okay. Yes. Quiet. <laughs> we would like to come to your podcast one day. Please, please do. I'll invite you. Awesome. Do you have a social media or anything that you'd like people to reach out to you on? Uh, shoot, that's that's a good question. Uh, no, not really. I don't like people reaching out to me through my social media. And that's a 
Now that's personal. Well, I mean, like your podcast, social media, like you know, like do you have like a podcast, Twitter, podcast, Facebook? We are not there just yet. We okay. are not there just yet. We have not been around for almost five years, like some people. Five years, <laughs> yeah, we've only two. been around for two. I'm Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all. It's this is a two, almost two and a half year thing. I mean, we were kicking the idea like maybe three years ago, but we didn't actually start actualizing on it until. Two and a half years ago, yeah. It is crazy. We've got podcasts yeah. in July going back three years. Wow. I know we got to get, um, it was supposed to be Kari. Uh, one day we'll have him on the podcast and yeah, we'll talk day. about what happened one day. Yeah, and one day. The, the way we do it well, now, he could join whenever. Yeah, that's the benefit of using these social services because anyone can join, anyone can be wherever. We don't have to worry about trying to get a whole bunch of people into the same place and hopefully we sound good uh this is our third time using this we're now using it with nitros so let's see if uh nitros is good or not but all that to say we are definitely going to check out the on the road podcast we will look forward to it i will get uh at least you know whether you got it spotify or wherever i'll get that and i'll include it in the show notes because we're all about helping each other out Nobody oh, gets you. anywhere by themselves. And you're certainly welcome. You're certainly welcome. We try to make sure that black men are supporting black men because it's it's just us sometimes. It's just us. It's just us. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> well, because you know how things are. And but then we hear the lash in the background. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you say that? You're not allowed to have a disagreement. But it's a... Uh, it's a good Saturday, but it's a it's a sad Saturday. This will slightly date the podcast here, but John Lewis died, and uh, so did C.T. Vivian. So we have lost two of our civil rights icons. Who is C.T. Vivian? That one yeah, escaped me. I was about to say, for the people who don't know who that is. I know who John Lewis is. If you're in I Atlanta, mean, y'all know who John Lewis is. Yeah. I mean, you look at him. He has over three decades of sitting in a seat, and um, yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's cold because John Lewis has done more than that. But okay. C.T. Vivian, he was oh, okay. also involved in many of the same civil rights movements. He's a minister, author, and he was a uh, friend of, you know, MLK Jr., who he called the greatest preacher to ever have lived. Spent a lot of his time studying and doing ministry in the 1950s. In 1960, he peacefully walked down to Nashville City Hall. And sure, you can imagine it about how well that went in 1960. But basically, he continued his work in civil rights, put out a book in the 1970s called Black Power and the American Myth. And then he moved to the, the uh, Atlanta area in the 1970s. In 1977, he founded the Black Action Strategies and Information Center, Basics, which basically was a consultancy on multiculturalism and race relations. He also worked to found the Center for Democratic Renewal in 1984, he served on Jesse Jackson's (laughs) ill-fated presidential campaign. Hey, we got a lot from that ill-fated presidential campaign. We got belief that that a black man could do it. It's true. You know what? You know what? I need to step back. You're right. Sometimes it's about that. Because when Shirley Chisholm ran, everyone was like, oh, women can't ever do whatever. But if not for her, then we wouldn't have gotten, you know, the other people who decided to run for president. Yeah, Hillary Clinton. Oh, uh, Elizabeth yeah. Warren. Yep. Camilla Paris. Yep. I don't even care that you messed her name up. I don't Not care. I, will. I don't care either. But Kamala Harris. <laughs> Kamala. Yes, Kamala Harris. But uh, one thing that he also did that you should know about uh, Armstead is that he helped found the 
Capital City Bank and Trust, which was a black-owned bank. Black-owned bank. Yep. So he, he's done a lot for the black community. Of course, during this time, he has also been a minister, um, and he was part of Alpha Psi Alpha, but, or Alpha Phi Alpha, but you know how we feel about fraternities on this podcast. We're not as big a fan on oh, them, but oh, hey, wow. not saying that you Hold can't. On. Wait, 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 wait. Are you a part of a fraternity? I am. We're not saying anything negative. We're saying that we just didn't want to pay people to be our friends. <laughs> I don't pay people to be my friends. I haven't even talked to them. I just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, wait. I thought it was a brotherhood. I didn't, I didn't yeah. want an organization. I just, I just like organizing. I like That's stand. why I joined the Crips, and we got a new cola out. It's you and uh, your friend Killer Mike. I'm hanging out together. And the Bloods. Did you shoot Megan the Stallion too? Like Jesus. Oh shit! I knew it. I knew you shot the shit. You were supposed to shoot your shot. Not yet. What he means by shooting, he means shooting the club up, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're going to have have Megan acting like 50 cents, start trolling people on Twitter just because she got a foot bullet. I mean, look, now she can walk with a limp. (laughs) Because her foot gone. (laughs) I mean. She got shot in the foot. That's what happened? Yeah, yeah, she got shot in the foot. So this is what happened. That was in the club after night. And he was like, you know, he was right there. She was like, don't you, what you going to do? He's like, I'm going to shoot you in the foot. You ain't going to shoot me in my foot, nigga. Uh, it was a scene on a movie. Uh, Harlem oh, Nights. you talking about uh, Harlem Nights? <laughs> shot me in my pinky toe. Come on. And he shot that bitch in her pinky. I'm sorry. He shot her in her pinky toe. And then she was like, I'm a savage. <laughs> I'm a savage. <laughs> Y'all are terrible. We go. We gonna get. We gonna get into this. We gonna get. Hey, we gonna get into this. Wait, 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 wait. What she got? Did she say ah? <laughs> Y'all are absolutely terrible. America, this is why we can't have nice things. This right here is why we can't have nice things. We're gonna get to Megan me tonight. <laughs> Y'all are terrible. But um we have lost two civil rights icons. It is it is a sad day, but I'm glad y'all are finding some humor in it. John Lewis would have definitely stood for you, cracking joke. Um, what I really wanted to talk about for our next starter is uh, the secret police. Now that they're here in Portland, Oregon, why are the militias not Yo, standing up? That's crazy. I've seen the stories on the secret police. No, mm-hmm. tell me about it. Tell I've about seen it. the stories in the videos. Oh, they got videos, videos on it? it? Yeah, basically... Go ahead, uh, Ari. Sorry, you're in the middle of something. No, no, you do it, you do it, you do it. Cause, um, I'm so basically, yeah. Trump has enabled uh, some sort of regional policing agency that there is to essentially come into Portland, Oregon, and uh, detain people who they believe may be looters or rioters. But the thing that people keep pointing out is that these police just roll up and they unmark vehicle, jump out, grab people, detain them, don't charge them with anything, and then release them. Like, for a couple of people, like, it took a day to get released. Some people release like in several hours, but it's one of these things where it's like this is some straight up Russia shit. Like, but where are you gonna keep them in the basement, in the attic? What where do you get detained at? They got black side. That's another question. Nobody can tell us where they've been detained at. They don't. They don't like. I know with Chicago, they got in trouble a while ago for having like a secret base that everyone knew about. But these people, really? we don't even know if they have a secret base. Yeah, yeah. Chicago, the police used to take people to a specific place that was quote unquote recently shut down. But they would detain people there illegally. But at least you knew it was a police officer to grab you. These people, you see some paramilitary niggas come up, grab you, take you in a car somewhere, don't tell you where they're going, 
you get there, they ask you some questions, and then you're released. Or I think in small, small subset of care of um, cases, you then get brought to an actual police uh, precinct and booked. But the problem with this is you have no way of knowing who these people are. You cannot see their faces. And they're literally just going and just grabbing people. This could really lead to like racial discrimination. This could lead to rape. This could lead to like so many bad things happening. This also could lead to on uh, a bad part for them where, you know, people are starting to carry more guns at this point where, you know, like somebody roll up on me like that, I'll shoot them in their pinky toe. And keep my day going. I was thinking the same thing, though. I was like, yo, won't they run up on the wrong person one time? I'm like, one time. One time for the one time. If they shoot back or somebody trying to grab you and put you in a truck, I mean, what you going to do? Exactly. Especially somebody who hasn't announced themselves as a police officer. They just... Especially if they're white. That's going to be exactly. an issue. And they white on top of that? Yeah. <laughs> didn't that, I mean... didn't that something like that just happen recently? Didn't some uh, some some black girls uh, get mad at some white chick about something? They was, they was in a van. And the white chick was trying to leave. And the black girls was blocking... I mean, the black girls was blocking the, uh, the truck so that she couldn't leave. And she pulled out a gun on them. But she didn't shoot them, though. But she definitely pulled out a pistol on them. Don't pull out a gun on Yeah, them, yeah. I know exactly it. what you're talking about. Yeah, you understand. know what I'm talking about, right? It, mm-hmm. But the problem with that one is we didn't see the whole video. So it came out making yeah. the white girl look like she was crazy. But in actuality, the black people had in oh, that yeah, scenario yeah. been antagonizing her and got her to the point of that. So like when we saw the whole video, then we found out why that girl didn't have any charges. Because if somebody keep messing with you, it, it's different. Now, this is opposite from, remember, the black one where the black guy basically ended up hitting that white guy and knocking him over like he was a fucking football but uh, up to that point in time, the black guy had been talking a whole bunch of shit to him, and the white guy started busting his uh, car windows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for that one, that guy's definitely going to get it because he brandished a weapon. Like, again, if you're going to pull out a weapon, it better be to defend yourself. Like, the moment right. that white guy came over there and started bashing in his windows, he could have shot him if he hadn't brought his weapon out beforehand. Yeah. Because from the white guy's perspective, I bashed in your windows because you pulled a gun out on me. And there's really no good way for you to talk your way out of it. That's true. And, you, you know, I think at the end of the day, like, if somebody approaches you, try to stick you, unmarred, they don't de- identify themselves, you have the right to fight them and choke them out and do whatever you need to do to them. Exactly. Like, you should <laughs> identify that you're a police officer, what the person actually is guilty of, and that you are putting them under arrest. Not just come and just grab niggas. I mean, people talk about, oh, a Bill of Rights. I mean... I thought that we had an Eighth Amendment that protect, that protected us from unusual punishment, but I, I guess we don't if the people like how they're being punished. Uh, it's just, this brings up the hypocrisy of conservatives, and I'm just going to warn y'all, y'all going to get it a couple times a day, but it's just, it's stupid, and it I makes mean, no this, sense. This whole scenario only ends well in porn. So this yeah. just does not. You talking about snuff films? I don't think those ain't well. No, 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 not snuff. <laughs> no, you're, you're talking about you're talking about that 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 Bang Brothers. I got grabbed by a cop, and now she's sucking me off. Right. Oh, bang bus or bang bus? I mean, bang. Bus. No, no, no. But bang bus, bus, they don't force you into the bus. Bang bus, they okay. come up to these people and say, "Hey, you want to get on this bus?" And like, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of want to get in on this ride. And it's like she's way too eager to hop in a stranger's ride, yeah. but you don't care because. You know exactly what's about to happen in this van with gray or blacked out windows that just randomly pulled up to the right woman. Because any other woman would be like, "Nah, nah, fam, nah." Get, Where the nah. fuck are you? 
Yeah, you might get a gun pulled out on you for that. But I'm glad at least we could discuss that. And I guess I'm going to end up the starters before we go in on Megan Thee Stallion with uh, the looming crash. There are millions of Americans right now who cannot afford to pay for rent. And Congress has done nothing so far other than tell them that they can keep their place until the end of this month. Do you think anything is going to get extended? No. Yes. So you think Republicans are going to leave them high and dry? No. Yes. And (laughs) I I think I'm in agreement with you. I think that they're going to extend this and also include it on people being able to get a little bit more because Republicans don't want no millions of people that can go protest because they ain't got shit that they can live in anymore. That's just that's just not how it goes. But I think they're going to end up giving them a shittier deal because right now for mortgage forbearance, mortgage forbearance is, is pretty much free money for a year. Like whatever your mortgage used to be. You can claim forbearance, hard times. You don't have to prove nothing. You don't have to show no facts on it. You just tell your company, hey, I want out of whatever. And as long as you have an FHA loan, which I think is like 95 or 90% of all mortgages, you're good. You just basically say, I'm having a hard time. Nobody can look at anything. And the bank doesn't even start getting paid unless you get that fourth month. Because after that fourth month, the federal government will pay the bank what your stuff should have been. But until that point in time, the federal government's like, hey, you got to give these people these their mortgage stuff. So I think for renters, they should have the same thing. Now, the only question is, what are we going to do afterwards? Because we're going to need to pay for all this stuff. Like, we can't basically tell people that you can't be evicted and then not pay our landowners because that's pretty fucked up. Well, the problem is that it's going to have to be a trickle up effect, meaning that money's going to be given to... Huh? Good luck. <laughs> they only believe in trickle no, down... Let, let let them finish this trickle up effect. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta give money to the people to actually make it go up to the company, and so that's the only way how this can actually benefit. Uh, I mean, benefit everybody. But what the situation is right now is like a lot of countries are doing the same, are in the same situation that we're in. But what they've done is they, you know, they said like, you know what, blank slate sort of situation. After this all ends, everything starts back on the normal under whatever uh, uh, contracts you had before, but. Right now, because there's a situation where a pandemic has pretty much caused poverty and uh, pa- uh, pandemonium, like you just, we, there's nothing we can do. And with the Republicans, I, they're on their last leg. They really are on their uh, last leg. I mean, like, I mean, these re- even rednecks are sitting there, like, you know what? Maybe we should have stayed home, wore masks. See, the thing well, is, this happens every Jordan. couple of eight <laughs> years or four to eight years. I every think Trump at this years. point will be a one-term <laughs> president. But what happens is the Democrats get back in power and they get in there and they do nothing incrementalism. Because you can look it up. Joe Biden already said essentially nothing will change. And if nothing will change, then you're going to get the same results back and forth between Democrats and Republicans. Hopefully my baby need to turn the People's Party come up and get this thing moving. Well, um, you're right about that. And you know she is going to start that. Like The thing about it is black people now are going to look at it where we're going to have to... uh, pretty much start our own party and keep it moving because or we want to start forcing the democratic party to take us more seriously because we're the only one that saves this country correct it's not just it's it's the bernie party the working class it's not just black people. oh, oh fuck bernie. yeah the working class would be a better idea because <laughs> you know i know we love our people hey, but our hey people I, I know on the same page exactly and, I, and, and I bernie hates black Bernie, I wouldn't say hates blacks, but he's not exactly. I think he's more for the working class than not the individual. Correct. Because he knows that he knows for a fact if we if he says he's for black people, white people go one way. 
Right. But the thing about, no, but no, the thing about it is like Bernie, <laughs> Bernie says he's for the working class, but the working class is different from the black class, and we cannot be so stupid. Working class. No, that's a, that's a whole, that's a whole different kind of situation. To be mm-hmm. say you're the working class, all right, black people can't be in the working class, but being black is a whole nother situation altogether. I agree, Bernie. That's all. Bernie does. Problems. Bernie does not have respect for black people, and when people got to start. They look at. Oh my God! All those interviews. What interviews? Well, yeah, his interviews are horrible to our black people, especially when he got into a room full of black people and it was like black. When he just kept over talking to them, say, "Oh, you're not important right now. You don't." Come on, he does I not think like he black. Comes from more. Ah, whoa! And Biden does. Well, at least we know what Biden. Biden willing to work with. Whoa, whoa. I don't want to go with that at least because I'm not. I'm not trying to hear that at least for Biden. Like Biden, <laughs> Biden is a grown man. And he is accountable for his own bullshit. We can't go with that. If we're gonna hold Bernie to task, we have to hold Biden to task. Yes, we do. Bernie has not been the most progressive person for I black disagree. rights specifically. But specifically Biden may be a one-term rights. president too, because if you look at it, oh, I think is. Biden is just Biden <laughs> just trying. Biden's going to just take the office <laughs> to get his VP pick into office, so we can vote for the VP pick. Just like Who do you think the VP going to be? If it's Camilla Harris, you might as well say he's going to lose. Damn, can we come calm, calm? Okay, but um, uh, <laughs> I think no one I, likes want, I, I want I, I want Representative Demings or Representative Bass. That's who I want. But I'm not sure who he's going to pick. But I know it should be a woman of color or a person of color. It's likely wow. not going to be a person of color. It's more than likely going to end up being Warren because she's that's the only what, one who's stuck in. That's what they're saying. But Warren knows because what she, to do. Warren's she bringing in the Bernie people. Yeah. But, but the problem with Warren is going back to the same thing you were saying. Warren doesn't have a real agenda for black people. Yes, so she does. No, what, she what, does is her agenda for, what is her agenda for black go, people? Warren go says to her, she got a plan. But go to her website. She got a ton of stuff. Like she's so Bernie. I don't care but, about what you got on your website because we know 99% of the stuff that goes on a, on a candidate's website is not the thing that happens. It's the thing no, that they say no, she, over no, and she, over again. No, she has realistic stuff on her website. It's not like Bernie who's gonna sell him like I, I promise you unicorns. Like, oh really? Unicorn? That's what Bernie does. Warren Warren gives actual claims that can actually be done, and then she builds upon it when like when she gets, like it's like a step by step situation. Okay, I got Hello, this. Paul. I can go there. Can I ask you a question? Yes. <clears throat> Do you watch a lot of MSNBC? <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch? I watch CNN. I watch CNN. Oh, okay. This explains a lot. Okay, go okay. ahead. Okay, yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at Warren's Democrat thing and her thing for black people, and I'm seeing affordable housing. I'm seeing addressing redlining. Poverty. I'm seeing poverty, student poverty, debt. Poverty, exactly. Poverty. These are all. Oh, well, I'm more worried about student debt. So, like, look. Well, no, no, I, I have a, I have a large amount of student debt too, my brother. But <laughs> I, that ain't the thing that's gonna move the needle for black people. Like, oh, I you are, got... but for millennials, yeah, because they get rid of student oh. debt, that can actually shift the economy out of this situation. But they refuse well, to do well, that. Well, you're right. If we had no student loan debt, that would assist things probably. And I won't have you walking the streets at night. So, I mean, you got to <laughs> realize that. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's true. We'll be helping me in the gym for the wrong reason. So, hey, hey that's, <laughs> like, that's true. That's true. We won't have to have arms out there helping you in the gym. Right. Like, like you put me at a corner and say, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Just know I'm handling <laughs> Sally Mae right now. <laughs> well, see. Well, I like again. I have nothing against Warren as far as these Remember politicians her fake, that her fake heritage. Again, <laughs> that ain't heritage. that ain't our fight. That ain't our that's fight. Not, that, that's a that's a that personal fight right there. That's between them right. and her. That ain't that our we fight, have, bro. We don't what's have. We don't the, have. We don't what's have that about? No, well, he's, he's talking about, about it. He's talking about how 
Trump called her Pocahontas Armstead. And she went and got baited by Trump to getting a DNA test, which revealed she had like 0. 0.01. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know the numbers and shit. Of Native, Amer- of Native American heritage, which was a win for she Trump. She pissed me off too. She pissed me off with that. <laughs> because for Trump, like now he can prove that you you full of shit. And for she her, wonders. like, yeah, you do have Native American, but girl, it's far down that line. Like I have more Native American in my body than you do. And that is not a good thing. I'm mean, uh, a piece of chicken that has more Native American than she <laughs> That's also true. That's also true. But going back to what you're what the the main thing that we're talking here, since y'all did take it to a really interesting place, is that for black people. We need an agenda for us. Of these mm-hmm. politicians, none of them truly 100% has a really good thing for us. Because I get that Warren has stuff on affordable housing and redlining and childcare and all these other things. But what we actually need, and as we said before, is our silver rights. We need That's why you I like to give money. us some reparations. We need for you to come through with some that. land and some, hey, if you guys want to just be cheap and easy, as we said two podcasts ago, do like Baldwin said and make three zones in America. The black zone for blacks, the middle zone for people who want to mingle, and the white zone for whites. And let's keep this shit rolling because the longer we continue this whole, oh, we don't know what we can do for black people. You know what you can do for black people. We need either land or we need tax advantage status so that there's more of an incentive for companies and people who are black to open businesses because they've been incentivized and our own earnings aren't being taxed because we need our money to help accumulate wealth in this generation, or we need you to give us flat out money. And I'm talking trillions because if y'all can conjure 3 trillion out of the air to do some fuck shit for coronavirus, you can conjure 15 trillion and give every black person in this country a quarter of a million dollars. And I'm sorry, nigga, if you get a quarter of a million dollars and you still fuck up, I'm sorry, boo, that's on you. America done paid her debt at that point in time. I'm not saying white people are able to say nigga, but I'm saying that America has paid her debt. Her debt. Uh, reparations. Yes. Go ahead, man. Yes. I mean, that's that's what we need. That's what we really need. We don't need this whole seven. I mean, I get Warren has a plan, like a small equity business fund with seven billion to provide grants to entrepreneurs of color. That's great, but it shouldn't be entrepreneurs of color. It should be black people. Like, let's let's stop the whole oh well, minority household. Blacks are the ones, generally speaking, who are being disadvantaged the most. And if you're yep. going to make an agenda, make an agenda strictly for us. We don't need to put all this people of color thing on it. That's not to say that Asians and Latinos and Native Americans haven't been disadvantaged. But, but they had their reparations. Exactly. Or they came to this country and they got help from America because, I mean, again, if black people weren't here legally, white people would not have taken time to try and figure out how to let us stay. We would have been all on boats and planes back to Africa <laughs> and it would have been just Tuesday night. It's Tuesday only- night. That's with Latinx people that they are like, hey, you know, we want to keep these people here. It's not their fault that they were children, which is true. It's not their fault. And I am a fan of it. But I'm just saying the shoe was on the black foot. Everybody would be like, well, fuck these niggas. That's just how America operates. It's how it is. And that's not to say that, you know, we don't have things where we do intersect because I do appreciate all of our Latin American or Latinx and Native American people who've come forward during these protests and have kept staying on the front lines. Uh, I'm really sorry about that uh, Hispanic guy who got choked out by that 
ironically, Hispanic police officer. But at least we're getting some justice with him. He's got charged because, you know, it took mm. forever. And we still haven't gotten charges for Breonna Taylor's fucking killer or Elijah McClain. Elijah but, McClain, you know. yeah. <clears throat> but not to make this too serious, let's go ahead and go in on poor little Stallion. So little what we know at this point is that poor little Stallion was hanging out with Tory Lanez. They're at a club. There was some sort of altercation, mm-hmm. and supposedly Tory Lanez shot her in the foot based on the evidence we have available today. Now, it'll likely change between now here and then, but this prompted her after she got surgery because she had to lay on the ground because the police did at least check to make sure that, you know, they weren't, you know, black people. So she did get a, a nice taste of you're still a black woman in America when she got shot in the foot and still had to lay on the ground and spread them legs, which TMZ... Wow gleefully reported on but she said on twitter after everything got done black women are so unprotected and we hold so many things in to protect the feelings of others without considering our own it might be funny to y'all on the internet uh and just another messy topic to talk about but this is my life and i'm for real hurt and traumatized first off where the fuck was g easy in all this all right y'all was kikiing up y'all was boohooing y'all was making little funny things i thought they broke up a long time ago I, they may have broken up a long time ago, but what I'm saying is, why why is she throwing it out here and implying black men when you were just booed up with white men? So go ask your white men to defend you. Oh, well, you know, that's an accountability thing. Why she goes like the victim. The whole story hasn't come out, so I want to be careful what we say. Yeah. But that's pretty much the same argument they always go with. But I thought <clears> you <throat> like thug-ass niggas. And when you hang around thug-ass niggas, you might get shot. That's just Correct. the truth of it. Yeah, you thought you was about that hang thug life. That includes hang, hang, shots listen, to you. Hang it, hang it with the plug, your ass get plugged. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. And I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to make fun of her black pain. And I'm sorry, I'll let you go in one second, Keith. Um, but if you's a sta- if you's a savage, then be a savage. You can't be a savage part time. If you a savage, you don't have feelings. Fuck these niggas. I'm fucking my bitches. Cheat on these niggas. And you about that whole thug life, or you not? But. Figure it out. Which one do you want to be? You want to be a savage or you want to be a human being? You want to be a black woman or you want to be a savage? Because you can't have it both ways. But sorry, Keith, go ahead. I mean, like, all I can say is, you know, it's sort of ironic. Her name is Megan the Stallion because sometimes you see, like, a stallion getting shot. It's like yeah. old and lame. Like, that's all you hear. Like, like take it out back. And a stallion is a hell horse. But we never right, like, about that. <laughs> well, I mean, look, we don't want to tell people the truth. That, that can hurt Megan somebody's feelings. Megan the mayor. Megan the mayor don't have to say snap to it. Right. Megan the mayor don't have to say snap to it. That's what you're really saying. Megan with the name. Megan the mayor. Well, at least at least you didn't downgrade and say Megan the pony. Because well, that's after, just straight up disrespectful. I'll be like, after she got shot, it just made me. You know. There's a reason Megan the, came out mm, I'm just telling you. Like she could call us a make it. Yeah, so I, that's a, that's what I was just about to get at. So they, no one knows exactly why he shot her in the foot. Is there any speculation? Allegedly, accident. Allegedly, was there, allegedly. Was we there, don't know. Was there Nobody any any speculation anywhere where it was said to have been an accident? You know, uh, the gun dropped or he was. Well, that's how originally it was. I heard you guys. I heard it. I heard that he accused her girls. Of stealing the money. Oh, they, they and, she said, and, she, and she said, her girl stole no <laughs> money. And it got to a whole argument when they went out back. He hit her with a uh, trash can top. Just shut up. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Sound like a real life story, huh, Armstead? I know exactly what he's doing. Shut up. <laughs> so, Armstead, when did, you, when, did you, when did you get in an argument with these ladies over that money that she was making and them pole dancing? 
Y'all hey, <laughs> no, gonna watch all these media people blame him to my she was trying to leave the vehicle. I'm just like that don't really sound like a reason to shoot somebody. We need a whole story and it gotta come out. My my guess is that she had a weapon too, but we ain't gonna they ain't gonna say that until it comes out later. And then they'll be like, Well, because she had a knife and he had a gun, well you don't bring a knife to a gunfire. I don't really care I what mean, you're saying. Well, that's if true. she had a knife, yeah. then that's reasonable for him if he, you know, was actually had a California permit, then it's reasonable for him to pull out a weapon at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Because if someone brings out a, any weapon that could be deadly, then all weapons are on the table. So if you want to pull out your AR at that point in time, your shotgun, whatever, but I just had a knife. Nigga, the moment you pulled that knife, you brought all weapons on the thing. You better be glad I don't have a motherfucking flamethrower. Otherwise, your ass would be a burnt biscuit right now. Yeah, Twitter <laughs> is a shit pile, bro. My homie was arguing with people. Oh, the black libertarian is arguing with women on Twitter. I'm just like, bro, you wasting your breath. First of all, there should always... never be a black libertarian. This shit, that shit not exist. But <laughs> Ooh, man, we gotta Ooh. get y'all on the same podcast. We gotta get y'all on the same podcast. Fun. This is gonna be fun. Just like, like how we, that we agree we agree with some of his libertarian, libertarian shenanigans. Think they are. But some of it is crazy. Like again, I, I don't have any problems with them legalizing prostitution, legalizing most forms of drugs and letting people, you know, hey, if you're going to be an addict, you're going to be an addict. You but most forms of drugs? Yeah. I'm, I'm much I don't think you should have meth. Yeah, meth. And cocaine. We agree, and cocaine. Well, no, no. Co- nah, cocaine's hell fine. No, meth meth and heroin cocaine. are the big ones. Meth and heroin addicts do crazy shit. And, and also, no, probably not Because we got with me. Yeah, yeah. You know what? We should we should probably say, look, sorry, y'all. Y'all can't have crack. Cause crack addicts be in the same category. Yeah, but we, I mean, I'm not saying that you can't make it, but look, I know plenty of people right now who work on cocaine who, yes, they're, they're cokeheads, but they still function very well. I know very few people besides, uh, what was it, Marilyn Berry and that nigga in, in Canada who could work all crack. It's like two examples of people who could work all crack. Because a lot of people work off cocaine. Yeah, a lot, especially when you get into the entertainment business or you get into high stakes coding. People become cokeheads real quick because you just you got to stay up. You got to get it done. You got to yep. get it done. Yep. Yep. No, no, I'll, you... Tell you, I'll tell you a funny story. I was a school teacher. One of my other co-workers was selling um, weed amongst the other schools. I was like, can we do that? No, what? No, no, no. This, this is wrong. Well, this you is don't not the place. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm, that's not my business. But um, <laughs> like, I said, like, one teacher can say, like, oh, you know her prices are too high? I said, I don't know her prices are too high. I don't want no parts. Stop, stop talking to me about this. But I <laughs> I think in the school? Should, in the like, are school. we talking high school? Or are we talking high school? High school. High school. High school. So you were teaching at high school. Yeah. And one school, of your coworkers was selling the good stuff. Yeah. Allegedly. 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 What high school in what year? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Recent. <laughs> Recent. <laughs> Do not incriminate yourself, sir. Right. Fifth I'm... amendment. Fifth amendment. Every time. Never. Uh, oh, when did that take place? I don't know. I mean, it's it's just. All of school just blends together, you know. I, I just so feel like all these moments, you I know, they the just fall like three exactly. months ago. Everything just come together. <laughs> everything came together. I can't, I can't completely remember. I just, I just remember my birth and now. That's those are the two right. things I remember. Right. I don't know anything I had, else. I had a hysterical pregnancy two minutes ago. I don't know. <laughs> I don't I feel like, know. but you're a man. <laughs> look, look, that's that's not neither, who I believe neither, I am. On neither the here inside. nor there. Neither here or nor there. That's how you guys say neither here nor there. No, that that actually is here and there because you brought it up. <laughs> I don't know, but I just want to let you know I had no parts in that. 
And uh, when they try to tell me the stuff, I'm like, I don't care how prices are too high. <laughs> hey, what's too high? I, I guess mean, that's the thing is, $55 ain't that high for an eight ball. Like it's Wall Street, Holmes. I mean, <laughs> that ain't too high for an eight ball. But uh, that's neither here nor there how I may or may not know. Wow. Um, but 50 Cent went in on both of these motherfuckers, <laughs> and it's just been hilarious. And also, the other thing that people keep bringing up is, oh, y'all making all these memes. Y'all remember Reese's Pieces? Because when Lil Reese got shot, Twitter lit that nigga up. Oh. It was just, it was Reese's Pieces. When X died, there was XXX Stink. Oh, oh. I can't, I'm so glad That's he's funny, dead. Though. I mean, both of those were <laughs> hilarious. But at the same time, people acted like, oh, they're just doing this to poor Megan. No, they're not. Twitter does this to everybody. The internet does this to everybody. The internet is undefeated. I guarantee you right now, if 50 Cent got caught doing something, whatever, and looked busted, Nick Cannon would troll the shit out of that nigga, and he would rightly... They even did the same thing to Will Smith. I mean, yeah, we did dismantle Will Smith last week, and they dismantled Will Smith as well on the internet. I mean, I've seen all the dashikis, I've seen the I've seen the little future uh, Jada uh, memes. It's just been... This is what the internet does. I'm sorry that you don't like that it's now your turn. I'm sure if we get big and then somebody gets some dirt on us. It'll happen to us, too. I mean, we hope that, hey, you know... I don't we, care about them entanglements. <laughs> <laughs> you leave them entanglements alone. She just needed to grow. But what, how did, why did she have to grow with the niggas dick in her mouth? She just needed to grow. <laughs> no, that... What got me is, like, she's... Okay. Pseudo-psychology. I said, Pseudo like, pseudo-psychology. Because she sat there and she said, like, you know what? I wanted to heal him with your vagina? <laughs> Yes, yes. That's not that is magic. Like, like that's you can't get it at CVS. That's not so they pass to you in the window. You can't get. I got. I need. I. I I get. I gotta get fifty milligrams of pussy. Wait, what? I mean, that's what the libertarians want to bring us. They want to bring us the ability to get fifty milligrams on tap whenever we want. Right, like with hair or without hair. Like, yes. I mean, like how landing strips. You can have it in different colors. You can have it with different things. You can get the gook, gook, all that stuff. You can say the gook, gook. Yeah, the, the gook, gook. The, the, you get the mac and cheese version, the, the potato salad version. Oh, that's okay. Wow. I mean, wow. that's what that, libertarians that... want to bring us. This is, what, this is what they want. I mean, they also want us to be able to kill anybody who comes on our land. So, you know, we got to kind of put, you know, a few stops in there. But Right, especially the little sidewalks. Us... They're like, <laughs> they're like, they're like nah, man. Grass. That's that's my you walked on my grass, therefore it's your ass. I'm like, but he's a ten year old. I don't give a shit. It's like, whoa, libertarian. Whoa, come back, come back to earth. Come back to earth. Wow. Yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. And this isn't even the music topics yet. Um, but this week has been really strange for music. Um, we had Kyle release "See You When I'm Famous," which actually was pretty decent. He went back to being more of that weird pop kid. So I thought it was pretty nice. My standouts from this were Girls, Forgot, which featured a really great um, feature by Trippy Red on the hook. Girls featured a really good one by uh, uh, Rico Nasty, who, you know, I still would like to get at. Just holler at me. What it is, and Mr. Man and Kid was also really well done. I'm glad to see them reconnect because I ain't heard Kid and Kyle on a track since 2010, I want to say. So, long time coming. But if you're a fan of Kyle, this album you'll like. If you're not a fan of Kyle, I don't think this is going to convince you to like him. But if you like Kyle, definitely give it a shot. Next up, Blue and Exile with Miles. Quite possibly going to be Blue and Exile. So, Blue and Exile made this mixtape back in 2005 called Below the Heavens. Really good. It's, uh, Yo, get them old rap. niggas off our reviews. They're not, they're not old. <laughs> 
they're they're older. They made now. An album two thousand and five, bro. Yeah, they made an album in two thousand and five, but they were super young at that point. Though. They're like seventeen, eighteen. So yeah, I know. It's, it's been some time. Eighteen in two thousand five. <laughs> no, I wasn't seventeen. Eight. I wasn't. Oh yeah, I was seventeen. 18. No, I was nineteen. <laughs> oh, but anyway, anyway, they came out with uh, Miles, which definitely feels like an ode to that New York uh, rap. It, it's really good, really well done. Troubled Waters might be my favorite song that I've listened to this entire year. Like it's just the beat changes on it are really well done. The content is awesome. Blue really just lets everything out, and Exile came through with that production. They also have uh, the other song, Blue, as well as When Gods Meet. Last but not least, uh, Janae Aiko came back with uh, Aiko. Deluxe album was wonderful. I mean, it's only another, like, seven songs, but Above and Beyond was great. The BS remix actually made me think Kalani might be a good singer. Sometimes no, she's, she's okay. On the way with Milla J. They're good together, great. though. By the way. Oh yeah, yeah. They were they were wonderful on that. So I, I really yeah, like because they're both broken hearted, broken souls. They're broken souls of the broken. <laughs> but they're beautiful. They're beautiful and they're broken hearted. Uh, on the way broken with Milla J. Was wonderful. It also was probably my favorite off there because you know I thought the first version, you know, Pussy Fairy, on the way was great, but uh, Miller J somehow found a way to make it better. Trying to Smoke with Chris Brown was great. Um, great feature by Chris. And Summer 2020 was awesome. Like, I really, really like that track. Great way to end a deluxe album. It actually makes it to where I'm, like, hoping that maybe this becomes the official vinyl version that gets put out. For EPs this week, we had Odyssey with Odd Cure. It was great. I think it's hilarious that his father, who's in Somalia, got his goddamn trunk check. If you're an American citizen, you're an American citizen. You paid taxes last year, you paid taxes last year. Um, the standouts for that one are The Cure, I Thought You Were Fate, and Go to Mars. I will work to get Joey Badass, Blade, Oja Mac, as well as Pop Smoke and Logic's final albums this coming week. For singles, we had Two by Drake and DJ Khaled. We had Grease, which basically... They should have kept the weekend version on there, but it was still pretty good. And Popstar, which was fucking phenomenal. Drake back in form, really good track, completely great intro, great verses, good hook. Definitely got to give it a listen. But without further ado, R. Reed, you got that back in my day review? Um, man. If not, we can move it to next week. Let's move it to next week because I don't have it in front of me. I want to do the standout songs. But uh, it's coming, ladies and gentlemen. Like his album is coming. We should have P do P do his. Uh, you need to do one too. But I already know you know this album by heart. Uh, Tupac. What was it? Changes that dude. Listen to that album like a thousand times a week. Yeah, I love Tupac. Okay, well you got to give that. You got to give us that back in your day album review, Armstead. Give it to us. And you know, we, we'll, we'll, put, we'll set a date for it. So, R. Reed, you know will what, do uh, one. I, mean, I don't know. I want to do because you know, Eric, you can do I whoever. Probably you can be R&B. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, yeah I, you can do it. I was going to do yeah. one week, I was going to do Enter the Dragon. Oh, that hey, would be Enter the Dragon was definitely. I would just listen to that last night when I went. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. We got we to gotta do this. And you know what, uh, Key, if you want to come back and, and give a back in your day album review, 
Definitely let us know. Unless you got one prepared. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't got anything. I was, I'm just a guest right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a guest, man. Pretty you much, it's just an old album that you want to be introduced to the public, you know, that, that stood the test of time. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they do. Like Blueprint. Uh, I, I don't really think it stands the test of time. It's just songs on it, I think, are timeless. Like Renegade. I love that song. Like Renegade is a fucking classic. You can listen yeah. to it any place, anytime, anywhere. And Jay Z's version is bad. It's just Eminem's version is so great. Anything, anything, anything. I had to hustle my back to the wall. Fucking spill a lint, not a cent. Anyway, whatever. Dude, <laughs> I, I know it's like gorillas and stuff right now. R and B, but I got. Hey man, shout out to Juice cool. World. Shout out to shout Juice out to World. Juice. The nigga had the number one album all year so far. That's crazy. I told you he a legend. I mean, look, I wasn't doubting you. And I'm glad for it. I can't wait for his vinyl to drop, and I will definitely be copying it. Because the more I listen to the album, the more it makes me sad, but it makes me appreciate everything that we've got. So I'm definitely going to be getting that album when I get a chance. So it'll be Juice World. It'll be Bigger Love by uh, John Legend. So far this year, my must-cops. Maybe I'm going to get this Blue and Exile album, but I haven't decided yet. Um, But we'll see. But in the nigga I'm disappointed of the week, it would be... uh, to a whole bunch of people. <laughs> so we've all heard about Nick Cannon and, and what happened with Viacom dropping him because of some statements that he made. And I know that uh, Black Hoteps have had a lot about it, but we'll get into, we'll get, we need to get into the statements as a two-parter. So he had the one statement where he basically talked about Black people being the original uh, Hebrews and how we can't be anti-Semitic, and that was problematic. However, people are trying to conflate this into a statement about white people being savages and I'm sorry, my nigga, did you look at history? What uh, other group of people decided to enslave literally anyone that they could look at and like, oh, yeah, you come work for me. Well, I don't want to do that. No, no, you will work for me or we will kill you. Who took land from the natives after making a treaty with them saying that, oh, we're only going to advance this far? And it was like, Jackson was like, advance this far? Nigga, do you know who I am? Now, nah, tell them natives they need to keep going until they get to about the Oregon-ish area. Well, Andrew do motherfucking Jack. Exactly. Andrew motherfucking Jack. Like, don't ever come over here and be like, well, white folks aren't whatever. Because, I'm sorry, history tells a very different story. I mean, look at the British Empire. They went around the world conquering everything. They even took fucking places from China. Although the uh, Portuguese did as well, but that's neither here nor there. Portuguese. 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 Who's the nigga of the week? Oh, the, uh, Who's the nigga I'm disappointed of the week? Yeah. A whole bunch of people. So oh. Nick Cannon for the fact that he thought he could say the stupid shit. And all the hoteps were coming out here and saying that, oh, Nick Cannon, a sucker for apologizing. This is why we need to own our own shit. Like, no. We nigga, been we need to own our own stuff, but okay. That's true. Yeah. We do need to own our own stuff. But it's okay for someone to say, you know what? I was out of pocket when I said that. We need to normalize niggas having an apology for some shit they said that was fucked up. Because whether or not you agree with what he said about the Rothschilds, I think that's on the line. You could take that either way. But for him to say that you can't be anti-Semitic, that's a problematic statement. That's like a white person saying, look, man, I say niggers all the time. I'm not racist. No, nigga, that's literally what black people are telling you. Listen to the people who are saying stuff. People be like, oh, well, well, the black people, our celebrities are always such cowards. All right, all right, all right. So how many black products do you buy in a given month? Like, how many times do you empower black businesses? Well, you know, their prices be... All right, then shut the fuck up. If you ain't all blacked out 
in your household, I don't hear shit that you got to say about Nick Cannon apologizing. Like, I mean, black everything. I mean, you got to be black underwear, black deodorant, black detergent, black clothes, black everything. Because if you're not putting power in these people who you want to go up against, essentially, the American establishment, then you have no right to say who should or shouldn't do anything when it comes to your black entertainment, provided they I do think like- they could be a little bit more vocal. Uh, we're going to have to stop there. Yeah. And- and it's the fake vocalism that gets us the worst because people love LeBron James, but that dude is the most fake vocal nigga you'll ever see in your life because they were doing this thing this week. If you look at it, uh, the NBA is doing all these, uh, uh, what do they call it, these fake jerseys or whatever. You can put whatever on them, but try to put mm-hmm. free Hong Kong on that jersey. <laughs> is that free, free who? Free Hong Kong. Because, you know, yeah. China owns the NBA by their ball. Literally, yeah. China bought the NBA's balls and put them on display shelf, and the NBA comes and looks at them every once so often and reminisces about the good old days. But no, you're right. You're right. I think someone like LeBron definitely needs to be held accountable for the fact that he is fake woke. But I don't see Nick Cannon finding out that his statement that he said wasn't great and then apologizing is in the same category. So what did he say? Because I saw the thing about black people being the real Jews, and that's a lot of... That's a lot of people going around there. It was the white people are savages. Because if that was. Well, the white people are savages is what they conflated it with. But you're right. He basically said that black people are the real Jews. And he also agreed that black people can't be anti Semitic. That's really what uh, what Nick Cannon said that got him most of the So he said the truth? (laughs) (laughs) The the white people being savages part, that's the problem that I have with this, is because people keep trying to conflate conflate that. And that's what the Breakfast Club brought up when they covered it, because they were like, look, what he said about white people being savages is literally the truth. Like, you can get on him for his anti-Semitic statements, because that makes sense. But at the same time... Hold on, what was anti-Semitic? That we can't be racist? That's the part? Or the, Well, blacks are Jew. Well, we were the first Jew. Well, that's going into a whole... You know, a lot of... Yeah, that's a whole rabbit hole. And that's something we don't discuss out loud. And telling them that, and they got the money and the power. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like we can look at how like the Ethiopian and Somali Jewish people are treated in Israel, and that's a great topic for people to bring up. But it's one of those conversations, kind of like how we have conversations all the time, and we want you know to have a woman be able to input it because again, if Nick Cannon had had the same conversation with a rabbi right there, it had been Professor Griff, a rabbi, Nick Cannon. The rabbi probably was saying, like, hey, y'all, this is what it is. And whether or not you believe that black people were the original man, original whatever, that's fine. But it's way too hard for you to say that we can't be anti-Semitic. Well, we live in a time and place when a lot of people don't like Jewish people for a number of different reasons. Some valid, it's because of their some wealth. fear mongering. <laughs> it's because of their wealth. because of their wealth. Let's be honest. Yeah. They have a lot of money, and they use that power because, like, like everybody talks about the there's a whole like there's a lot of sexy Jews. They don't talk about like the the quote unquote gay Jews, <laughs> which is a whole other thing. Then you got the the uh, darker Jews, and then you got the white looking Jews. There's a whole bunch of stuff that people go into, and I don't really see it as a rabbit hole because I'm just trying to help my people. I don't really care if they black, gay, trans. Like we get on those topics a lot, and like the way we treat trans people. Of course, I had like an epiphany. It's terrible. It is quite terrible. But Dave Chappelle <laughs> said it to me. And I just, I was, I felt the same way he said. It is kind of funny, but I understand where he's coming from. Because sometimes you got to be able to laugh at yourself. But at the same time, I don't think he was out here like, if you think you're a transgender person, like, 
whatever. You know, my people. I don't care. You still my people. I need you to show up at our rallies. I don't need you to be at them them, them pride rallies. Y'all show up for them, but do y'all show up for us? Then they do. That's what I'm saying. But when they there, I don't need y'all treating them any different because whatever they believe they are, that's their goddamn business. It does not affect you. So what he should have did was shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, what he should have done is he should have let Professor Griff say all that stuff and be like, "Wow, that's crazy." Yeah, and be like, but have you thought of it from like, this point of view? I've heard of that. Yeah, because anything that, think, this has an ish is kind of sorter. So how are they Jews and it's kind of ish? They're Jewish. <laughs> Jew- <laughs> that's that's a pretty good one. But that's I think that's something that we need to we need to talk about. But we need to have more people who are who are Jewish so that we can actually discuss it because it's. Again, like you're saying, like having a, a having a black conversation and then having like some trans people there and some black gays and some black whoever and just being like, look, like this is a black conversation. That's fine. But eh, it's hard for you, especially if you're not Jewish. That's like if a whole bunch of atheists wanted to discuss Christianity. It's like, nigga, you're not of the cloth. Like, oh, but I read the Bible. But that's not the same thing. Like reading the Bible and being a Christian are two different things. Anyone I know people the who have not read the Bible whatsoever, and they say it's fake. But they'll read a science book, and they'll say, I believe this, because I'm like, what, well, bro, it's the same kind of concept. If both of them require faith unless you plan to do the research that these people did. And I know you're not. <laughs> so you're just, you're in the same spot. It's, it's well, yeah, but see, but that's the part nobody wants to talk about, the fact that you are essentially relying on other people's research. And you're saying, oh, yeah, it was peer-reviewed. It was whatever. It was this. It was that. It was the third thing. And we have to go with that. Yeah, but, but growing up, they, how many planets were there, and how many planets are there now? Like, oh you, no, I still, I still fucking rep Pluto. I don't give a fuck what. <laughs> no, Pluto, oh, they brought Pluto. They brought Pluto, Pluto, Pluto back. They brought Pluto, they Pluto back. And leaves. Yeah, it comes and goes. Future, future go there all the time, don't? <laughs> exactly. Future been there just last week, nigga. I think just last week, Future said he was on Pluto. Yeah, Future always go there. And his album ain't doing that well. And I loved it, actually, after a while. No, his album actually was a good return to form, especially after that last little monster thing that was so bad. But this one was you know actually who, good. You know who had the most disappointing album? I'm telling you, I was going to catch up with him. Of who? this year, we ain't even thought about it. Drake had an album. Now, what was that, an EP or an album? What were we going to call it? That was an EP. Okay. Drake had and an album come out this year. That one I loved. I mean, he still has an album that's going to drop. But I love that because I... For me, I'm okay with it being feeling like a collection of loose songs that were brought together. I know for a lot of people, they didn't like it or Drake is pandering to kids. I'm like, but Drake has always been pandering to a specific lifestyle. It's Drake is the new version of what Kanye and Jay Z brought, which is luxury rap. Like Jay Z or, or Drake is rapping from a place of. I have Are you talking about Dark Lane? Yeah, Dark Lane demo tapes. Though. Yeah, okay. Dark Lane demo tapes. Yeah, yeah like, but that shit kind of came and went. I mean, it came, it went. It came July 7th. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, but it's not on the charts like any other Drake release. So it didn't It didn't do as well. But for me, I told it's you, one of... It's the same thing for Drake. You listen to it for like two weeks and you be like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, okay. for some people, yes. For me, I, it's still in my rotation. But that's an album I can put on. Now, I will say one thing. I don't listen to the first song. It was the but first I listen song. to everything else after. I mean, I think, I think he should have just cut, cut that whole first you know song. What? Like... I think it, it it really determines the type of person that you are because uh, let me give you an example. Like there's some people out here who can actually sit down and they can eat the same meal for the for, for the for the whole week and, and be fine with it. But then you got some people that's like, man, I just ate that yesterday. I can't eat that. Either. 
So I think those are the same people that's like, oh, Drake is this is the same thing over and over again. It is this is it's not good anymore. And it's like, how is it not good anymore if it was what you liked before? No, so, uh, that's music can't be the same way. Unless you're talking about Maroon 5, because they do the same thing over and over again. Exactly. That's the same thing. How dare you attack Maroon 5 like They do. They do do the same thing. But I like them, though. I like them, even though it is the same thing. But it's not like a... I guess I would rather have them do something similar, the same thing, versus having them do something. And then it's like, and it's like, oh, something is bad. Because if you listen to it, like growing up, I want you to listen to a song from like these new artists don't take the same kind of thing. Although Juice World, if you listen to his stuff now in that album, you're like, oh, okay, it's similar, but it's different. He had a song on there with um, I know, who was it, man? Oh, I gotta look that up. Y'all can keep talking. Uh, Juice World had a song. That song with, with Trippy Red, with Trippy yes. Red. I was like, yes. that is the weirdest song I ever heard in my life. Tell me you love me. The beat is different. It sounds like something he would make, but it's not the same. And then he had a song with that white girl, like Hazley. I love yeah. that song. Uh, yeah. It's called Life's a Mess. I don't know who the fuck Marshmallow was. That was okay. <laughs> who the hell yeah. is Marshmallow? I, I have no idea, to be honest. Okay, I don't know who the fuck Marshmallow was. I thought you would know, because you know all these weird people talking about they released the album 2005. 2005? Nigga, what? <laughs> oh, you talking about the DJ Marshmallow. Oh, the DJ? Oh. The, the dude that wears the Marshmallow head? Okay. I'm thinking there's an actual... Yeah, he wears he just wears he's like a dead mouse, you know. So like he wears like a, a fucking mascot thing on Is his head. Is dead mouse still a thing? Kind of, sort of, but not really. Actually, I think I it mean, is though. I think dead mouse is huge. I mean, not no more. Ain't nobody, ain't no DJ Hughes right now. <laughs> well, yeah, well, no, no, DJ you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I'm talking about because of the the, the pandemic. They said they said yeah. concerts ain't coming back to 2021, y'all. 2021. I mean, that makes sense. I gonna see some broke ass artists. I'm telling y'all. Well, we've been seeing broke artists because if you're not getting plays, like, like people talked all that shit about Russ for a long time. Oh, he's lame. Oh, he's whack. But Russ's people who listen to Russ consistently stream Russ. So Russ is losing tour money, but he's not losing as much money as some of y'all favorite artists because y'all be listening to him all the time. Y'all always want something new. So they ain't making the same nope. thing now. What's funny is that people talk all that shit about um, Eminem. But his fucking album came out, what, March? And it's still in goddamn, what, the top three spots of goddamn hip-hop and R&B? Like, that's crazy that this man still has that kind of longevity and has been selling every single week. Blood on the dance floor, Louis V. Carpet. (laughs) (laughs) I sing almost every day, bro. I love that song. I don't even know why. I don't even listen to the rest of the album. That guy's... Man, I wish Juice World was alive, man. I, I mean, just to get a I trade control. Trump for him any day of the week. I mean, I'll trade Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, and and we keep going. You can name a list of politicians. <laughs> All of them. I don't like you gonna how throw Stacey Abrams in there. You're going to give her. Stacey Abrams old fake ass, too. She a corporatist. But uh, thanks again, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a great podcast, and we definitely appreciate our special guest, Key. Key, definitely check out his On the Road podcast. I'll make sure to have the description link Look in the show notes.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.